0: Welcome to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. We're really glad you're here. Whoever you are, wherever you're at, join us on the journey. As you know, today we are celebrating Pentecost. I'm even wearing my Pentecost shirt. This is the day that God sent the Holy Spirit's disciples, giving them the gift of the Spirit and bestowing the gifts of many languages upon them. So they could go out into the world and share the gospel with all of God's people. Normally on Pentecost, I would bring in a birthday cake, balloons, and perhaps some streamers. After all, it is the birthday of the church, so let's celebrate. But recently I took a step backwards and asked myself, is this a good time to have a party with restrictions, social distancing, and a government encouraging us to stay home? Perhaps it's a time I look at Pentecost a little bit differently. Is the story of Pentecost really something to celebrate? The story of Pentecost is not really exactly appealing. It starts with a small group of Christians all gathered in a room. I'm sure they were afraid of getting caught as being a follower of Jesus at that time was a risky endeavor. What those people all gathered in that room didn't know was it's not the outsiders they should be afraid of, but the very God they were devoted to. God was about to crash the party in a huge way, and as they huddled in this little room, things got outrageous. Wind, foreign languages, and fire. And I'm sure they were trying desperately to figure out what the heck was happening, trying to find some find some logic in the midst of chaos, repeatedly repeatedly asking themselves, "Does this mean? What does this mean?" The people on the street below stood in disbelief of what was happening. Some labeled them as crazy, perhaps others thought they were drunk, perhaps others just ignored them, and others may have wanted to join them. Perhaps not so different than people standing outside of our church today. And the people in the room, the very people that God decided to send the Spirit to, were doubtful, confused, and embarrassed to be seen as part of this crazy mess. Now, I'm a big fan of the Netflix show, The Crown. There was one episode that told the story of Michael Fagan, an unemployed house painter who broke into Buckingham Palace and entered the Queen's bedroom, where he's said to have exchanged a few words with Her Majesty before security arrived. Michael Fagan successfully broke into the London Palace, not once, but twice. He managed to scale the palace gates, climb up a drain pipe, climb through a window, and into the palace. The first time, in June 1982, he wandered around and left without being caught. The second time, a month later, he found Her Majesty sleeping in her chambers and was apprehended by authorities. Can you imagine the embarrassment of being part of the security team or even the staff, knowing that you were part of such a scandal? I'm sure the people on security duty that night were confused and they wanted to just run and hide. Although I am still confused on how a man could break into the palace, not once but twice. I'm sure after a lengthy investigation, they were able to figure out what went wrong. What happened in that little room on Pentecost can't be fully explained. It's a mystery it difficult for me to explain to you and difficult for me to even understand. The truth is the spirit is still creating confusion. The spirit that crashed that party over 2,000 years ago is still crashing in people's hearts, pulling us into directions we are resistant to go and overwhelming us with emotions. The spirit is still radically changing churches and that's scary. Hillhurst used to be a small, cozy church where everyone knew everyone. It was predictable, quaint, and consistent. When the Spirit lit, the fire from within, the winds of change blew in. Homeless people, urban folk, LGBTQ folk, young people who wore jeans and drank coffee, the Spirit brought change. When COVID hit, the Spirit stirred our hearts once again, and we sprang into action. The Spirit inspired people to connect, join Facebook and Zoom, giving the staff new confidence that we could grow our church even during a pandemic. Perhaps this is where the real danger lies. Change. Growth. New people. Strangers. Some who think like us and many who do not. Like the birth of the church, the Spirit brought a whole bunch of people together from all walks of life and that can be scary. The Spirit's work is not to keep the church in a constant joyful state, but rather a continual transformation. This process is painful and often messy. As we heard in Romans 9, Paul says, creation groans in labor pains. The gift of new life is beautiful, but it emerges out of struggle. The constant, this constant transformation reminds us that God is not yet finished with the world, not finished with the church, and not finished with us. In the United Church Creed, New Creed, it states, We believe in God, who is created and is creating. Like the earth is always repairing and renewing itself, the Spirit is always repairing and renewing us. Now we've just heard that the Spirit plays a huge role in building and transforming the church, even Hillhurst. But what role does it play in our lives? The Spirit is unifying. It brings us together. It stirs something up within you and me, encouraging us to go to church, encouraging us to go to spiritual nurture, to go to yoga, to pray. It encourages us to feed our souls, to connect with God and others. And it brings us together. Think about what made you walk through the doors of Halehurst or log on to our service for the first time. Was it an invite? A feeling? This was the spirit nudging you. The spirit calls us to stand up and be counted, to speak up against injustices in the world. Since COVID, here in our own country, Asian persons, including women and seniors and children, have been violently attacked and verbally assaulted by hate-mongering, irrational, ignorant racists. According to recent news reports, racially motivated hate crimes against Canadian Asian community has spiked over 180%. So it is the spirit of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit, the living spirit of Jesus that is calling us to be the voice of justice among the just. You might not know this about me, but one of my passions is intercultural ministry. Intercultural ministry is a call for all churches to be more than just affirming or inclusive. It's about radical wel- welcoming that calls all of us to change. Intercultural ministry invites us to evaluate who is present at our churches and who is missing. It calls us to empower those whose voices have not been heard to lead us into change. We can do this by learning and opening our hearts to be willing to change the way we view others, noticing everyone's differences and accepting them just the way they are. Why? Because we are all interconnected. We are all part of creation. When we work for change, it benefits us all inside and outside of the church. Activist and writer John Deere writes, When we receive the Spirit, we refuse to stay behind locked doors and live in fear. We refuse to defend the way things are. Our hearts will be tender towards the claim of the poor. Even our enemies will be puzzled over the loving openness to them. We will put away selfishness and greed. Yes, the spirit is dangerous only because we don't want to feel it. It threatens to uproot us from our attachments, our small, small, cozy churches, our beliefs, and sometimes even our environments. Lastly, the spirit gives us hope. The spirit gives us in spite of hope. I will plant flowers in spite of impending snow. Why? Because this kind of defiance gives us hope that things will get better. Like planning on a vacation in the middle of a pandemic, it keeps us going. When the spirit descended on that little room so long ago, giving the gospel a new voice, the voice of many languages to so be spread all over God's creation, it was overwhelming, confusing, and mysterious. Was this task so huge is incomprehensible to humans? Yes, but not to God. Thus Pentecost is a day to remember that with God, anything is possible. Pentecost is a day full of joy and hope, and that is a reason to celebrate. So as I reevaluate how I feel about Pentecost, I will claim that Pentecost is one of my very favorite holidays in the Christian church. Is a day for a birthday party, a day to celebrate transformation, unification, and hope. It's a day of wonder and curiosity. It's a day that reminds us that we are called to action. Pentecost reminds me that God blew and is blowing the breath of life upon all of God's people. Pentecost Sunday calls me back to be a modern disciple of Christ, whose purpose is to love and serve the world. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning in to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are thinking about someone who might enjoy it too, we invite you to send it their way and help the podcast grow. We're really glad you're here and we'd love to know what you thought about today's sermon. Leave us a review in iTunes or send us an email at communications at hillhurstunited.com. We'd love to hear from you.